Good evening and welcome to the Tiger Cast. Today is February 21st and we are recording live from Whataburger Field in beautiful downtown Corpus Christi, Texas. This evening's game is between your Carroll Tigers and the Moody Trojans. I'm your play-by-play -play man, Ralph, and with me in the booth tonight is Jordan Harwell and David Grabs. The 2011 Battle by the Bay features something not seen in a very long time, a state champ in the form of your Carroll Tigers. The Moody Trojans don't have anything to be ashamed of on this field as they finished in the quarterfinals of this tournament of 4A as well. We'll be back with interviews of the head coach of the Moody Trojans, Coach Gallegos, as well as Tiger assistant coach, Coach Cantu, as the Tiger Cast pregame show rolls on. You're listening to the Tiger Cast on the Carroll Sports Network. Get ready for Tigers baseball. Michael Vick's guilty plea didn't solve the problem of dogfighting in America. More than a quarter of a million dogs are placed into fighting pits each year. I'm Wayne Facelli, President of the Humane Society of the United States. If you think staged animal fights have no place in our communities, then join us in the fight now. We're going to put dog fighting out of business once and for all. To find out how, visit us at humanesociety.org. A message from the Humane Society of the United States. Learn more at humanesociety.org. Welcome back to the Tiger Cast. I'm here with the head coach of the Moody Trojans, Coach Gallegos. Coach, beautiful night for a ball game here at Whataburger Field. What's the significance of this game for the program to start out the year? Well, I think the, the significance is all, you know, preparation. You know, it's, uh, it's uh, us trying to, you know, concentrate on the process and, you know, just uh, prepare for the result, you know, uh, as we go into district and, and hopefully playoff uh, time. So, you know, we just scheduling this game is good for our fans and everybody in our area. But, uh, you know, the, the real purpose of it is for us to come out and grow up fast because the, the, the Carroll Tigers are seasoned. They're the state champs, they're, they're uh, you know, they're very worthy of all, every accolade they've gotten. And, and they're just juniors. And we know that, you know, we're going to have to come out here and play a solid baseball game in order to put up a good game uh, for everybody to watch. Otherwise, if we can't be crisp, it can get bad quick. We know that. Well, you do have a great team of your own over here, and uh, only a couple innings away from being state champions yourself last year. What uh, is it going to take to beat the Carroll Tigers? In reality, we're, we're trying to play a game within a game, you know, trying to focus, you know, a pitch at a time and uh, an out at a time. And so, you know, the opponent on the other end, we, we're, we know what's going on with them over there on that side. But at the same time, we're trying to focus on uh, you know, what we're capable of doing and, and execution to the situation. But other than that, you know, we're trying to stay focused within the lines like that. The Trojans come into this game on paper. If, if Carroll wins, defending state champions, rate not, rated number one in state currently in 5A, for the Trojans, I think this represents a tremendous opportunity. You win this game, you've definitely made a mark and served notice that the Moody Trojans are for real this year. Would you agree? Yeah, even though that's not the you know that's not the purpose of this game for us at all. It's not the focus of this game uh, whatsoever. Like I said, you know we're, we're we're coming in here to you know we actually scheduled the game you know with with something to set sights on so that we grow up quick. We got four returning starters uh, that have been starting for us now for three years, and uh, other than that, we're, we're very very young. We got uh, freshmen and three sophomores filling some spots and a, and a junior so. Uh, that's what we're looking at. We need, need to grow up quick, you know, so uh, if this doesn't do it, I don't know what will. Well, essentially, I would imagine that this has been a motivational tool as long as it's been on the schedule for the Trojan squad, knowing that 
this is a game they're going to be playing early, and it's ready or not, here it comes. Speaking of ready or not, here it comes. Your starting pitcher tonight, how's he looking? He's, he's looking all right. You know, we, we're uh, we're going in with with uh, our starter. Doesn't mean, you know, that he's our number one or he's our ace or anything like that. That's yet to be determined over tournaments and stuff like that. But uh, we're going we're gonna to start with him and, and uh, probably go two, three innings with him and then, you know, bring in... Uh, two, three other guys throughout the game just trying to get ready for tune-up for our tournament because we'll have you know up to six, seven games in that tournament. So can't wear one guy out, otherwise we'll go over there short of pitching. What do you think it means, or do you know what it means for these young men to actually play in a big league ballpark in front of a crowd? Well, they sold over 2,000 tickets to this game. But how do you think that's going to play into it, if at all? Well, I mean, it is what it is in, in the atmosphere, but. Uh, to me, you know, we're, we're all teachers and, and uh, we're always trying to help our kids learn and, and trying to, you know, build them up for the future. And I think, you know, them getting in the stage like this and performing, you know, it's going to go, it's going to do wonders for them in the future when they have to go out and face, you know, uh, pressure and stuff like that. It's going to be really good for them. And I think that's the what it comes down to. Thanks again for the time, Coach. We'll be back for more of the Tiger Cast pregame show right after these messages. Hey, Dad. Yeah. You remember that ball game we went to a couple years ago? Sure. And how you didn't have enough cash for two hot dogs, so you walked with me on your shoulders until we found an ATM? And then when we got back to our seats, we never saw the hot dog guy again. Well, I don't remember all that. Yeah, that was an awesome game. You never know which moments will be the ones they'll remember forever. So take time to be a dad today. Learn more at one 877 dad or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Tiger Cast pregame show. I am here with Coach Cantu. Coach Cantu is one of the hitting coaches for your Carroll Tigers 2011 edition. Now, Coach, this is the uh, preseason essentially, and uh, it's with the Moody Trojans. It's not a district game, it's not even season, but it probably means a lot to the city of Corpus Christi. And I've been likening the game to sort of a wrestling match with your little brother. Carroll, the defending state champions with most of their returning starters and the 5A of the two schools, if we win, really doesn't make much news. We lose, however, that's another story. Well, I think when you talk about Moody High School, I don't think we're little brother to them or older brother to them. They come well experienced and they've won a few state titles themselves. So I think it's just important we go out and, and the winner of this game will take the reins of the city, like we, we, we like to say. So uh, really right now, we just want to go out and play well and see where we're at right now this early in the season. As you said, this is a uh, preseason game to validate where we are right now. Taking a look at the opposite dugout, what do you know about the Moody Trojans? Well, their pitching staff, we understand, is pretty young. they got some veteran ball players over there and, and uh, some kids who've been playing for a long time. So they're just as well prepared as we are, and, and I think they're going to be just fine. And they're going to compete at Smoothie High School, and they come with a lot of tradition. And so you just got to prepare like they've been there the whole time. And what's it going to take for the Tigers to come away with a win? Well, we're going to come out and play well, I hope. We've been preparing for you know the last two weeks, but our kids have been preparing since the fall. Our pitching staff is ready to go, and so we're going to find out right away how our pitching staff react to their hitters. Thanks again, Coach, for the time. We'll be back for more of the Tiger Cast pregame show right after these messages. Hello? Yeah, Janie and I are just making a quick run to the store. Um, tell you what, let me call you back. Janie, don't turn on your iPod. I'll turn off my phone. Let's just talk on the way to the store. Uh, okay, Mom. How are things at school? Being there for the little things is what makes the ordinary extraordinary. You're invited to be there. Take a moment to connect with your child. 
Teachable moments happen every day. Be there. This message brought to you by CCISD and this station. And now your starting lineups for the Moody Trojans. Number one, Marcus Villanueva will be leading off. In the two hole is Smiley Zapata. Number three, Justin Perales. Up fourth batting cleanup is Rick Reyes. And the designated hitter is Juan Farias at fifth. He's batting for Saul Guzman, the catcher. Next is Justin Sanchez in the seven hole, Jeremy Olivo. Number eight is Ruben Martinez batting eighth and rounding out the order for the Trojans, Kenneth Sines in left field. And now for your Carroll Tigers, leading off will be Trey Rodriguez and batting second in the two spot, Chris Cano. Number three is Courtney Hawkins at pitcher, batting cleanup as he did last year, O'Shea Dooms first base. In the five hole, it's Josh Cruz at third base. Next is the right fielder, Michael Cantu, batting seventh, Jason Franco at playing second base. Batting eighth, the designated hitter is Malcolm Cepeda, and rounding out the lineup is Steven Mata in left field. Game time temperature tonight is all of 72 degrees. There's a 12 mile an hour breeze blowing out north northwest. Might be a factor as some of the Carroll players have bragged they were planning on going yard tonight, but we'll see. That's going to do it for our pregame show. We'll be bringing the rest of the team in here momentarily as they're pulling the liner back off the field. We'll have starting lineups in the National Anthem in just a bit. Moments away, folks, from the 2011 season of your state champion, Tigers Baseball. Hey, Jack, you got a sec? Jack, your hair's on fire. Yeah, I know. I, I just need to finish the sales report, and then I'll lie down for a bit. But shouldn't I? No, I'll be fine. You wouldn't ignore this, so why ignore the signs of a stroke? If you or someone you know suddenly has trouble speaking, seeing, or walking, call 911 right away because time lost is brain lost. To find out more, visit www.strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE. This message brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Welcome back to beautiful Whataburger Field as we're moments away from the first pitch. Out of the mound to start the game tonight for the Tigers is Courtney Hawkins. Courtney Hawkins, of course, the winning pitcher in the state championship game. And we're looking at a few changes, very few changes in the defensive stat for the Tigers. Franco replacing Adam Hinojosa at second base. And Joe Rodriguez now at shortstop. Cruz will still be playing over at third and Dooms on the right. And Joseph Gonzalez with primary catching duties behind the plate. Now for the first couple innings here, I'm going to be joined by none other than Jordan Harwell, and I will pass off play-by-play -play duties to David Grabs. And we'll see how that's going to go. Any uh, thoughts on the crowd here tonight, Jordan, and uh, what we're looking at? Well, right now we have a big crowd in tonight's game. It looks like the Moody Troja fans are outnumbering the Carroll Tiger fans as of right now, but... I expect that I expect that to change when the game gets going. Well, all the Tigers are up on the rail, as are the Trojans. Joseph Gonzalez gives final instructions. And we are moments away from being underway. 629 on a beautiful evening. 
due up for the Trojans. Villanueva, Zapata, and Perales, the shortstop, second baseman, and pitcher, respectively. Right now for Courtney, I expect him to use his fastball as much as possible until he gets in trouble with it. Then he'll start going to his other stuff. Let's see what his control looks like early here as Villanueva takes a long time stretching and coordinating and making sure everything is just so. Steps in, time still being called. Gonzalez squats down. Hawkins gets the sign, although I don't think there's going to be much of it. And we're underway. First pitch is going to be inside for a ball. 2011 season just began. Tigers playing back on the edge of the infield. Hawkins' second pitch is high. 2-0 now the count. Looks like he has a little trouble spawning his fastball earlier in the game right now. It's a 2-0 count. Well, he's got to figure out the strike zone for starters. Figure out what is going to get called. And this one is going to be ball three. Gets away from Joe Gonzalez. And he's going to have to go after that strike zone now. Otherwise, issue a season opening pass. Not quite the season ticket Tiger fans had in mind. Burns a fastball in there. First strike. Three and one now the count. Now Villanueva will look over for signs and indications. The coach on the third base side. Next pitch is high, and that's a walk. It's not the way you want to start a game, Courtney. Courtney has he Courtney throwing five pitches and four of them balls. So brings Zapata to the plate, of course, with Villanueva on first base. Nobody out one on, and a bunt is laid down towards their charging for it is going to be Cruz, and Cruz jumps up in the air and makes it down. First out on the sack on the first pitch. Nice little bunt there by Smiley as he almost beat the tag. Moves Smiley, or moves Villanueva over to second. Trojans seem willing to play small ball here. Probably a smart move to start out the ball game. First run across can often be the deciding one. I know that seems cliche. Tigers looking to cover the steal at second. Courtney leans in and fires a burner. I don't know if they've got the radar up and running, but I got a feeling that was into the high 80s. Fouled off by Perales. 0-1 count, one away. Villanueva in scoring position on second. Got a six-step lead off a of second base. Perales looking for the pitch. Calls time. Steps out of the box. Field perhaps not as green as one would expect. As a nice marine layer is blowing in here. It's actually trying to get dark. Fastball. Swing and a huge miss. 
That was a curveball, actually, by Courtney Hawkins there as he, as Justin Perales was ahead of it. And just like that, being down 3-0, and he's ahead 0-2 on Perales. And from Courtney right here, I expect something a little bit out of the strike zone to see if, if he'll chase, go out and chase for the ball. Well, the ex key. Expecting maybe a curveball outside. They've got him covered at second. Bronco backs out of it. A big swing and a miss. Count remains 0-2. Perales has swung at everything offered to him tonight. And all of his swings are, he is swinging for the fences right now as he's putting all his muscle into his swing. Now that's three big pitches, three big cuts. Now the Hawk up ahead, you can expect a giveaway here. Hawk steps off the rubber, looks towards second. The Villanueva scampers back. One away, runner on second, no runs here early in the top of the first inning at Whataburger Field. Hawkins sets, pitches delivered, check swing, got him. Two down. That'll be the first strikeout for the Hawk tonight. The two away brings up Rick Reyes, the first baseman. Trojans getting an early pass to start the inning as Villanueva drew the walk on five pitches. Zapata came up swinging and got a beautiful sack down the third base line. Cruz was able barely to get the ball over to Dooms in time. Hawkins sets, delivers. This one's going to be hit to right field. Contu needs a scramble for this one. He's running. It's going to drop. On the play, ball's going to be thrown in. They've got him off between second and third. Gonzalez eats the ball. And Cantu, we charge with the error on that one. He clearly misjudged the ball. That ball was hit about a mile into the air right there. Into this have, dark sky. That's it's almost impossible for a high school play right there. Well, that's going to draw the first run and the chance of Moody from the crowd. That, has a, that last hit just electrified the whole Moody Trojan fans. Now, it looks like the Trojans are coming up here looking to swing at what they're seeing. After the first batter's been to the plate, the Trojans have swung at every ball pitched. And no exception here as Juan Farias takes a massive cut at the first offering from Hawkins. One on round, one on third, and it's still the first inning. Two away. Hawkins' pitch just misses outside. Count one and one. And that last play was considered a hit, not an error. Well, that's what they thought it was. So that's going to be a three base hit then with the RBI. Hawkins gets him on a changeup just on the outside corner. One and two now the count. Two away. Reyes on third. By virtue of his own hit. That pitch way inside. Ball gets by Gonzalez. Gonzalez tosses it into Hawkins. Unfortunately, it's too late. And Reyes is going to score on a wild pitch. 
And also on a play where Mike Cantu went for the ball, there was an error on the throw, so that's what allowed the runner to make it to the third base. And so that's why they're going to book that as an error over there for the play to third. One run on one hit. And now with a wild pitch. Nobody aboard. Yeah, correction. Now, of course, two runs. 2-2 <laughs> two Cantafrias hits this one towards Dooms. Dooms tosses it to Hawkins. That's going to end the inning. But about an out too late. As the Trojans score two on one hit, assisted by an error and a wild pitch. We'll be back for the bottom of the first inning. You're listening to the Tiger Cast. Tigers trailing two runs to none. They take their bats in just a bit. We'll be right back for it. You're listening to the Tiger Cast on the Carroll Sports Network. Dad, remember beans and hot dogs for breakfast? Huh? Well, whenever mom would go out of town, you make the same thing over and over for breakfast. Beans and hot dogs. <laughs> I don't remember that. Anyway, what kind of dad makes beans and hot dogs for breakfast? You did. And I loved it. You never know which moments will be the ones they remember forever. So take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 1-877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Whataburger Field. Tigers making their first appearance of the 2011 season. Starting out with Trey Rodriguez. Tigers trailing 2-1 here early. As Rodriguez takes a called strike one, patiently waiting on the pitch. And this whole Carroll Tiger baseball team, there is not an easy out on this team as everybody's a fantastic hitter. Well, I haven't seen the other stats, but last year's stats, they finished every person in the lineup was well over 300. As Trey Rodriguez looks at a ball one, one on one now the count. And their two power hitters this year would be Courtney Hawkins and O'Shea Dooms. One one on the way here from Perales, swinging on this one. Trey doesn't get enough of it. It's going to foul that one back. One and two now the count. Trey Rodriguez, in fact, finished somewhere in the vicinity of 375 last year. Those are my stale stats from the state game. And Trey's in his third year with the team as he's been a three-year letterman for the baseball for the baseball team this year. Yeah, most people around the state know the Tigers are heavy with juniors. As Perala's offering is low, it's going to trickle its way between Guzman's legs. Guzman gets it before it gets too far across the track. Trojans also playing a little further back. Zapata at second base is actually standing in the grass. Villanueva at shortstop, a step and a half off the grass. But playing fairly shallow in center field is Oliver. 2-2 pitch on the way, swung on, drilled into right field, tailing away. This is going to go to the wall. And Trey Rodriguez is into second with a stand-up double. You can hear the crowd's response. Took the 2-2 pitch to center field. The ball seemed to be tailing away to the right. Oliveville didn't have much of a chance to make a play on that one. 
And coming up to bat right now is Chris Connors. He is the Tigers' super utility player where he can play anywhere on the field. Chris finished last year somewhere in the vicinity of 315 batting average. Chris Cano takes a timeout. And digs back in. The Tigers strike early on a big hit by Trey Rodriguez. Nobody out. Cano looking to advance the runner. They pull out of the steal here. First pitch inside to Cano. Ball one. Rodriguez was waiting on a pitch, and he found it early. It didn't quite go to the wall. I thought it would. I guess the grass is a little softer out there than I thought on the bounce. Olivo wasn't able to make much of a play on it, and Trey Rodriguez was there to applaud his good luck for some time before the ball made it in. Yeah, big pitch outside. Cano goes chasing that one for strike one. One-on-one -on -one count, Rodriguez on second base, as I've said before and again. Hopefully not too many more times. And on deck is the intimidating Courtney Hawkins. Yeah, the Hawks numbers are ridiculous. We'll get to that when he gets up here. And the offering from Perales is fouled off this time. One-two count on the way to Cano. As Coach Yeager barks instructions down to Chris. Coach Yeager working the grass on the coach's box on the left-hand side. In the first base box, it's Coach Cantu. Rawls looks to second and offering to Cano is fouled off into the screen. Right now, Kano's main goal is just to advance the run to the third base, so what he's trying to do is hit the ball to the right side of the field. Ninth pitch coming here from Perales. Trojans up by two on a hit and a series of errors. Perales offering in is going to be taken to left field, chasing back forward as signs, and it's out of his reach, hits the dirt going to score Rodriguez and the Tigers trade positions on the diamond. Ball gets by Villanueva would come out for the relay and the ball trickles to Sanchez as Chris Cano strolls to third base bringing all the cats out of the house. Well how do you like that? It's kind of hard to say how to call that because I'm thinking there might be a throwing error involved because there really should have been a little more mustard on that hot dog coming in from signs to Villanueva. Yeah, and they're going to, the official scorer is going to call it a throwing error on signs. E7. So officially that's going to go as a double. And the Hawk comes up. I promised to talk about his numbers. We'll wait for the first pitch, and Hawkins wanted to get on front. He took a big hack. Hawkins finished the season in the vicinity of, get this, folks, 380. And on last Friday, I was watching Courtney take batting practice at Carroll, and he at least hit about 10 balls over the fence. So 
This guy is no joke. Yeah, on top of that, he's a pretty good pitcher right here. So just like that, the uh, Trojans call a quick conference as Guzman and Zapata come out to talk to Perales about how to handle this. Cardin will walk over and talk to Coach Yeager. Pat on the arm from Lee. Sends Courtney back. And a Let's Go Tigers chant faintly audible in the crowd mic. Crowd mic provided by the, the Carroll Choir Department. Thanks again to Stacy Weatherston for the loan of this lovely equipment. Dangling outside the press box window. Provided courtesy of the Corpus Christi Hooks. Hawkins fouls this one, and a souvenir goes into the Moody section. Well, I guess it won't be a souvenir because they're calling for it to be returned to the dugouts. And last year, Courtney finished second on the team with home runs as he trailed the All-American Mark Blackmar. In fact, actually had more strikeouts than Blackmar, which was a bit of a surprise. Hawkins calls timeout and steps out again. Chris Cano on third by virtue of a double and a throwing error from Signs. 0-2 the count to the Hawk. And he waits on this one. Close, but not quite. Ball misses inside and low. Ball one. 1-2 one the count. I have no idea what attendance is here. I was told they sold over 200 tickets for this event. But those of you who know Whataburger Field... I would say that we probably have at least 75% in the seats all the way from the lower deck all the way around beneath the upper deck and even have uh, seats out by the foul line occupied. And Courtney's going to strike out looking here. A third pitch that hits just outside. That'll be the first strikeout recorded for Perales. Can't say enough about the hospitality of the Corpus Christi Hooks as they uh, bring in a chair for me. A big chair. <laughs> a high chair, yeah. Back in the kitty days. Up here now is O'Shea Dooms. He shrugs off a pitch way high. And inside, ball one. One away now for the Tigers. One across and one not too far away on third base. As Trey Rodriguez, or Chris Cano awaits his chance to cross. Doom sets. Perales cocks his arm and throws. This one's going to be outside. That's two straight balls to Dooms. And O'Shea Dooms, he's a very power hitter. He finished third in the team last year in home runs with seven. And also just behind the Hawk with a batting average of 375. And he looks at a called strike one on the outside. First strike offered to him by Perales. Nice crowd, like I mentioned, as the sky has gone completely dark. And this one's going to be hit into left center field. Coming over to get his signs, he's under it, falls down, and makes the grab. 
But that easily allows Kano to tag up, and you can hear the crowd reacting to the sack fly. As the Tigers know how to play small ball as well. Dooms gets his first RBI of the year on the 2-1 pitch. And every single ball the Tigers have hit today, they've all been ropes to the outfield. This brings up Josh Cruz. Cruz also finished an astounding 380 last year with a batting average, and he wastes no time at all. Fortunately, he got under this one, and Olivo's calling for it. Pulls it down out of the night sky, and that'll do it. But the Tigers get two runs on two hits, assisted by one error. As we finish one inning, we'll be back for the start of the second inning in just a moment. You are listening to the Tiger Cast. We've got a tie ball game to a piece. We'll be right back. Mom, I want the Super Sugar Flake cereal. No way, Markiel. That is pure sugar. Come on. Please, please, please. Tell you what. I'll give you $5 and you can buy whatever you want. Yeah, all right. But sugar can't be one of the top two ingredients, and no item can have more than 10 grams of fat. Cool. Can I borrow your calculator? Being there for the little things is what makes the ordinary extraordinary. Take a moment to connect with your child. Teachable moments happen every day. Be there. This message brought to you by CCISD and this station. Welcome back to Whataburger Field. we got a tie ball game after one. Trojans scored two early, and the Tigers responded in kind off of back-to-back doubles. And we're underway here as the first pitch was a ball. Second one is taken way out by Jeremy Olivo. He fouls this one over the top of the right foul line seats here in Whataburger Field. Not quite over the bridge, but in the general vicinity. And the bridge is exactly 800 feet away from home plate. Next pitch for Courtney Hawkins is going to be low. It's going to fall behind here. Two and one. Olivo caught the last out against the Tigers to end the second inning. But not after, as I mentioned, two back-to-back doubles by Rodriguez and Cano. And O'Shea Dooms managed to sacrifice in the last run. And chasing a pitch there, catches him, catches Olivo anyway, swinging on an off-speed pitch. 2-2 the count. Tigers still playing on the edge of the grass defensively in the infield. And straight away in left, but in a little bit more in center and right. As Olivo fouls off. Another pitch in the same direction as the last one. And he's a little bit late on the ball, so that's the reason why the ball is going to the right. Well, if he can be a little later, we'll have an out here. None away right now. Top of the second inning to a piece here at Whataburger Field. And that's it. He was really late that time. A Curve big ball. swing and a miss yeah, on the off speed, and that'll be the second strikeout for Courtney Hawkins. Um, so I guess that was Justin Sanchez, and I called it all on Olivo. That's why those big PA guys make more money than I do. And he's going to hit this one straight to O'Shea Dooms, who solos it to the bag. And that'll be the second out. 
nice comeback by Courtney as he has a little shaky first inning there. Well, he's definitely attacking the pitcher, attacking the batters a little better. Next up here is Ruben Martinez, the right fielder. Nobody on, two away quickly as Hawkins works his way through. Drilled right back off the front of his shin. Hawkins going to have to struggle to get this one. Throws it offline and pulls Dooms off the bag. And that pitch looks like it hit Courtney right in the left shin. So That's got to hurt. Wouldn't be surprised to see the trainer come out to take a quick look. Now they shouldn't book that one as an error because I don't know how fast they can expect somebody to be to reach down like that. Ruben will be aboard, and that'll bring up number 21, the left fielder, Kenneth Signs. And they gave him a hit on that last play. Yeah, well, I would think so, given that uh, really not much time to react. Nope. You can't really expect the play there. One aboard for the Trojans with two away here in the top of the second inning tie ball game, two apiece. Hawkins sets, delivers. A fastball on the left-hander. It's fouled high over the top of the press box, out of play. This will be the eighth batter faced by the Hawk tonight. And you can see the center fielder is shaded to the left, so that leaves a big gap between the center fielder and right fielder. The center fielder is playing in a bit more, Kano. And lazy toss over by Courtney Hawkins to O'Shea Dooms. Not really a serious pickoff move. Usually when that happens, a pitcher, he didn't know what, he had a little trouble catching the sign from the catcher, so this little restart there. Speaking of restart, way outside, nearly a wild pitch. Great grab by Joseph Gonzalez to stop the wild pitch, and Martinez advancing at least a second. One and one count, two away it remains. Martinez on first for the Trojans. Crowd trying to get some kind of chant going here to get us out of the inning. Pitch inside, fouled straight back into the screen. Count now one and two. Signs looking to hit as he has swung at everything that looked like a strike to him. As you predicted, Jordan, more people filtering in. And we're about 50% full on the right foul line seating. As another pitch is fouled off, the third straight foul off by Signs. And as you can see, the Moody fans, they reach almost to the foul pole as the Carroll fans only go about halfway to the foul pole. Well, the most interested fans are in the Tiger dugout as all the young men are up on the rail. And he got a pitch here thrown over to first. And the pickoff attempt goes awry. That's going to allow Martinez to advance on the error. I'll charge that error probably to Courtney Hawkins. 
two innings, two errors. This is not the way to win a ball game, especially against a very talented Moody Trojans team. They were a regional semifinalist that last is, year. That is correct. So that puts them three games and a few innings out of a state championship of their own. This next pitch is very high. Kenna's signed, so two and two now the count. And on that last play by O'Shea Dooms, it really wasn't his fault because he had the runner sliding in and Courtney throwing a 90-mile-per-hour ball right at him. So, Yeah, it was just not a, a, a great throw for him. And that's going to do it, though, as the Hawk gets that third swing and a miss out of signs, ending the threat. Martinez remains on second. Courtney strikes out the third. No runs scored. An error in inning is not the way to go, but they've got the Trojans blanked for the top of the second. We'll come back for the bottom in just a bit and see how this goes. You're listening to the Tiger Cast. Tie ball game to a piece. We'll be right back. I'm a paramedic, and it may sound silly, but a lot of people are afraid to call 911 when they're experiencing uncomfortable pressure, fullness, squeezing, or pain in the center of the chest. You know why? Because they think it would be embarrassing if it were a false alarm. Instead, people risk permanent damage or death because they're afraid they might get a lecture. That's ridiculous. To learn more about heart attack warning signs, call the American Heart Association at 1-800-AHA-USA-1 or visit us on the web at AmericanHeart.org. Welcome back to the beautiful Whataburger Field where your Carroll Tigers are in a 2-2 contest here in the bottom of the second inning. Michael Cantu now coming to the plate for the Carroll Tigers. Swings at the first pitch. That wasn't a very accurate swing from where I stood. And Mike Cantu was also the starting quarterback for the Carroll Tigers this year. And he's only a freshman. Starting varsity quarterback and starting right fielder for the baseball team. Well, for the baseball fans, we can hope at some point that he picks a sport and sticks with it. There have been many successful athletes that have been man have managed to do both, but I know for baseball, I'd really like him to go our way. Drills the ball down the foul line. That's way out of play, and that's going to make it an 0-2 count for the right fielder freshman. Tigers are going to bring up Cantu, Franco, and Cepeda this evening or this inning, rather. <laughs> They're definitely going to be hopefully showing up more times than just this e evening. <laughs> Trojans playing about the same defensive set we saw before. So the next pitch is very low. Up 0-2. Up a lot of times you expect the pitcher to come back with what can only be described, I guess, as a sucker pitch. They're trying to get the batter to chase it and either make up for a previous mistake or just break discipline. Michael looks in from instructions from Coach Yeager, sets, digs in. Perales still pitching for the Trojans, and a big swing and a miss sits the freshman down on four pitches. And coming up to bat is Jason Franco as Jason last year was the starting left fielder and has made the transition to second base this year. I was kind of curious about that when I saw that in the lineup changes. That is a heck of a different position. Franco finished out the year somewhere in the vicinity of 350. 
course, we have no stats yet because we haven't really played enough games. Bronco looks at a pitch way inside ball one. Coming up here after this inning, the play-by-play -play debut of David Grabs. It'll be the first time we've had an all-student team on the microphone, and I'm really looking forward to the break. I'll go back to engineering duties. And Jason Franco looks at a second pitch outside ball two. I'm not sure if Michael Cantu was helping Perales by swinging at stuff he shouldn't have. Well, that pitch was a pretty good curveball, so. And he's only a freshman, so he can't really count that against him. Franco looks at a called strike one, two and one now to count. Wasn't sure if that was a change up or off speed. I guess off speed's the generic catch all for it on the outside corner, two and one. Nobody on, one away. And Franco wanted something about this. This is fouled off into the stands, the general vicinity of the cheerleaders. Save the cheerleaders, save the world. That responsibility would, would have forced, of course, fall to Malcolm Cepeda in the on-deck circle. Anyway, back to the matter at hand. Franco with a 2-2 count. Steps out of the box. And Malcolm on deck, his dad was a professional baseball player. So he pl used to play for the San Francisco Giants. Actually, I thought it was, grand it was his granddad, and his granddad is a Hall of Fame inductee. At least that's what I was told last year. And that's a good base hit by Jason Franco on the 2-2 pitch. Goes into left field. He's going to stretch this into a double, perhaps, or not. Get thrown out. That's going to bring a great big cheer from the Moody fans as Jason, at the behest and direction of the first base coach, Attempted to get a little more than what was there. Not by much. Not a bad play by Olivo and a good positioning by Villanueva to catch the Tiger stretching. And Malcolm, Malcolm Cepeda does have a little pop in his bat as he had four home runs last year for the Tigers. First home run I called was a home run at the Wagner Field against Judson. And he's the returning DH for the Tigers as he's hitting for a JoJo tonight. He f finished the year somewhere in the vicinity of 285 in a bit of a slump, but when he's on, he is a tear. Looks patiently at the first pitch. Ball one. Two away now as Cantu struck out and Franco, as we just heard. And Malcolm, he's also from Puerto Rico. That I didn't know. He's a Puerto Rican. Looks at a second pitch low. Ball two, two and oh. Two away for the Tigers. Both teams struggling to get anything started. The Trojans managed to get on base. A single and an error made it to second. Cepeda takes a big cut and fouls this one off toward the Moody dugout. Two and one the count. Behind Malcolm Cepeda is the 10 hitter, Steven Mata. Mata playing left field. Saw brief uh, playing time last year in right. He's the 9 hitter. 
I said 10, didn't I? Yes. That's an addiction to softball, folks. Two on the count, two away, nobody on. Bottom of the second inning, Cepeda sets. And hits this one right at the shortstop. Villanueva handles it, tosses it over, and that'll end the inning. As Cepeda grounds out, 6-3. Tigers, no hits, leave nobody, and score nothing. In a 1-2-3 inning for Perales. We'll be right back for the top of the third and the debut of David Grabs. You're listening to the Tiger Cast tie ball game to a piece on the Carroll Sports Network. Michael Vick's guilty plea didn't solve the problem of dog fighting in America. Over a quarter million dogs are still forced into this senseless and barbaric industry. I'm Wayne Paselli, president of the Humane Society of the United States. We're offering a $5,000 reward for information leading to the arrest of any person involved in animal fighting. Visit us at humanesociety.org and help us crack down on this crime. A message from the Humane Society of the United States. Visit us at humanesociety.org. Vinueva up to the plate as we get ready to start the third inning of play. I'm David Grabs. I'm here with Jordan Harwell. Mr. Judkins is really excited. <laughs> Seems to be a lip time called. And we're just about underway in the third inning. As a hawk, Courtney Hawkins gets set to now apparently he had to take time. Now he's set. The wind up, the pitch. Swung on and missed hard by Vinueva. First strike, 0-1. He, he had to walk his first time up, and this was to start the game. And then eventually came around and scored. And time called again by Vinueva. Third inning, 2-2 our score. Pitch fouled up over the seats. Almost into the parking lot, it looks like. 0-2 the count now. Carroll leading the hit statistic, 3-2, but they are leading that statistic you don't want to lead, and that's the errors. An error in inning, 2-1. The pitch by Courtney. High and a little bit outside it might be. One and two. Up next for Moody would be Smiley Zapata. And he had a sack bunt this first time. And the pitch to Vinueva is in the dirt low for a ball. Two and two. And the oh, fans over by Moody Dugout getting something going. Ball three. 
apparently outside. And according to the flags in center field, it's like the wind has died down as all the flags are standing still right now. The weather forecast did call for that, and that the wind was going to die down. And here's a pitch from Hawkins. Swung on and fouled back to the screen. The count remains full. That was a sixth pitch of the at-bat. As we get a new ball. And cheers are going on like crazy out there. Pitch from Hawkins. Ball four. Another walk. It's the second walk. Second walk to, Carlo, to Marcus Vinueva. Up now is Smiley Zapata. And he had a sacrifice bunt in his last at bat. So the sack bunt may be something to watch for here as it is the same predicament except only in the third inning. the stretch he gets the first pitch and that's another ball I believe that is fifth, fifth straight ball thrown by Courtney eh, more or less and I think Courtney Hawkins is a better pitcher from the stretch compared to the windup and Smiley's scoring enough for a sack bunt here but I'm thinking he might pull back and let it rip and Hawk looks back Looks the runner back, Marcus Vinueva. And the third baseman, Josh Cruz, looked ready for the bunch, should it happen. Pick off, and he is safe. Stolen base. I was there the first practice, and they worked on that extensively, and... It not showing there. That's ball two, two and zero. Oh. Well, they kind of got caught up there as since Smiley was squaring for the bunt, Jason was going to go cover first base, but then he was stealing, so there's really there was no man's land at second base. Exactly. Looks like a few more fans have piled in for Carroll, and apparently times called. A hit to left field, fly ball, Mata, caught. Holds a runner at second, that is Marcus Vinueva. And it looks like Mata had a little late reaction to that ball as he was stumbling a little bit when he caught the ball. But good uh, finish by Mata there. Yeah, it looked like he did have a late first step, and but he did finish. And one that's the, all we can ask for. One of the few seniors on the team. Justin Perales, the pitcher tonight, is up to the plate for Moody. I'd say about 4,000 here in the stands, it looks like. He had, he had to strike out looking. Wild pitch almost as it's covered up nicely by Jojo, Jojo Gonzalez. 
Hit and ground ball to second. He throws on to first. He gets the out, but that in the meantime, that moves Marcus Vinueva up to third base. So that will go as a fielder's choice there. And here comes the big power hitter for the Moody Trojans, Rick Reyes. He had his trip. He had the two-base hit and then the error, which allowed him to move up to third base in that first inning. Pitch from Courtney. Low and away, ball one. And if I'm not mistaken, it's like Courtney, he's, his pitches have been pretty even compared to balls and strike ratio. And there are two outs in the inning. Count 1-0 to Rick Reyes. Marcus Vinueva's on third as he, as the batter called for time. Courtney is just looking like, what are you doing? Might have. Might have thrown out of his room. Pitch from Courtney. And this one gets away from him, but not far away enough to advance Marcus Finuave up to home. And Courtney, like he's struggling a little bit this inning with his command as he's had a few wild pitches this inning. Yeah, a few pitches in the dirt, a couple of them high. But it's just the first game from Courtney this year, so... It's the first game for anybody in public school this year. Well, actually, first real game as they've played a couple of scrimmages. Exactly. This. Exactly. The last being against Teloso Midway last Thursday. Pitch from Hawkins. Got a strike looking on the outside corner. Two and one the count. Runner on third base, Marcus Minuaven, number one. Trojans shortstop. Pitch from Hawk. It's a ground ball to third. Oh, he can't handle it. Throw to first, and he can't handle it. But that will, in the meantime, that will score the run. Marcus Vinueva and the Trojans lead 3-2. to two. And he gets to go to second base as the ball went into the Moody dugout. Ground rule double. So is that one error or two? It looks like it's going to be one error. I say that thing. I think that should be two errors. As Cruz bobbled the ball, then had a horrible or a bounce pass to O'Shea Dooms, which he missed. So that may be. That should be two of them on the same guy, Josh Cruz. One Varius up to the plate now. Tonight's DH for Moody. Runner on second is Rick Reyes. Pitch from the Hawk. Swung on and missed. Uh, looked right down the middle of the plate. It's 0-1. Two out. Uh, runner out second, Rick Reyes, number 10 for Moody. Three errors. That's an error in inning, folks. Pitch from Hawk. Again, got him to strike. And Cordy's not messing around no more. He's throwing two straight fastballs right over the plate. And mm -hmm. That he has. I basically do the same pitch right again right here. From the stretch, looks runner back. Two out. Swung on and missed, strike three, and the inning is over. As we as we head to the bottom of the third, the Tigers lose the lead. It's 3-2 Trojans. 
And we'll be back for the ball, for the top of the fourth inning. Bottom of the third. Let me try. Okay, just remember what I showed you. Yep, there was a bunny who had one big ear and another big ear. They looped a looped, made a bow, and the bunny hopped away. I did it! Oh, good job, kiddo. Now let's tie your other shoe. The smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 1-877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back, and up to the plate now is... Number 16 for Carroll. Steven Mata as the first pitch is fouled off. Delivery from Perales. 3-2 our score here. No, no outs as we play the bottom of the third. <laughs> we stand waiting. Time is called by the Moody shortstop. That is Marcus Vinueva who scored that last run for Moody. Pitch from Perales and it's low, ball one. One and one the count. But the Tigers in error inning, that's pretty much been the storyline to this point in the ball game. And this year, we do not know much about Steven Montas. Last year, he rarely played, and this year he's a senior starting right now, so we'll see what he can do. As a pitch from Perales is grounded to shortstop, he throws on to first, and he is out. Steven Mata is. 6-3 to three on the putout. And now up to bat is Trey Rodriguez, one of the best contact hitters for the Carroll Tigers. Trey Rodriguez came around to score in the first inning, and he got a... Double to start off the game. Start off, start off the game with a bang. Three to our score here as we play inning number three. As you can hear the fans cheering. Delivery from Perales. It from up here looked like a strike, but apparently it's a ball. One and zero. That's why I'm not an umpire. And Trey Rodriguez probably the best contact here the Tigers have this year, as he's probably one of the hardest outs to get. Well, that's why he bats leadoff, firstly. As the delivery from Perales is low. 2-0. 3-2 our score here. Trojans leading. Pitch from Perales. And this one's a strike. Not even offering at it is Trey Rodriguez who just sits and lets it go by. Gets a sign. Perales with the pitch. Ball three, low and outside. He's showing great discipline at the plate and really that's needed in a leadoff hitter. As a Next pitch from Perales is way outside for a ball. That'll be a walk. And that's the first walk Perales has given up tonight. Now number 15, Chris Cano.
comes in and he had to double his last time and then E7 which allowed him to move up to to third and crowds pretty quiet right now and on deck is who else but Courtney Hawkins he has real deal power Rollis from the stretch, and he gives up a double for sure. This one looks like it may go to the wall. Trey Rodriguez is being held up at third, and it's a double for Chris Cano. And since the Tigers have a runner on second and third base, I would expect Moody Trojans to pitch around Cordy Hawkins as since they have an open base at first base. It really won't do much damage by walking him. But then up next after Hawkins is Osha Dooms. And I don't think you want him batting with the bases loaded. No, you do not. As I believe it was in the state semifinal last year that he had a three-run homer. This is almost a guaranteed run for the Tigers right here in this type of situations with these type of batters coming up to hit. The first pitch from Perales is looked at for a ball. 1-0 the count. One out here in the bottom of inning number three. Three to our score. Trojans lead. Runners on second and third for your Carroll Tigers. Pitch from Perales is fouled away. And everyone getting to relax a little. Looks like it might have shaken up Courtney a bit, but he's back standing in the Bears box. Bears box, excuse me. And we are ready for baseball again. Perales getting the signs. Time called. I'm not sure who called it. Back in now. Pitch from Perales. It's a laser. That ball is off the wall. It's one run will score. Two runs will score. Hawkins is in there with the double. It is 4-2 Carroll. 4-3. 4-3, excuse me. Thank you, Jordan. As now up to the plate, plate is Osha Dooms. If Courtney would have got that ball just up a little bit more higher, that ball would have been the berm. Yeah, and there's almost no wind helping him. So that's sheer power. You know, I'm going to play in the call right here for O'Shea Dooms. I'm feeling a home run right here for O'Shea. Well, someone has to hit a homer tonight. Flew out to left field in his left. Last appearance as time is called now. The Hawks stands at second. Two runs scored this inning. Two hits. One walk. And the Moody Trojans are sending out a pitcher and catcher to the bullpen. As it looks like they're going to get someone warmed up now. And time was called because it looks like Cock has to tie his shoe, tie his baseball cleat. One out. 
And and they're going to have a visit from the mound from, it looks like, Skipper Corky Gallegos. And in the process, Mike Cantu is going to go ahead and go over and talk with Coach Yeager and Courtney Hawkins. We're going to take a break as your Carroll Tigers are leading it 4-3, to three, one out in the bottom of the third. You're listening to the Tiger Cast on the Tiger Radio Sports Network. Hey, Megan, what's up with the orange and nails in my kitchen? I'm working on my science project. I'm making a battery. From an orange? Come on, are you kidding me? No, I'm for real. My teacher said that you can make it with almost any fruit. That's pretty neat. Show me what you're doing there. Being there for the little things is what makes the ordinary extraordinary. You're invited to be there. Take a moment to connect with your child. Teachable moments happen every day. Be there. This message brought to you by CCISD and this station. Welcome back to the Tiger Cast. We are here at Warburger Field and it's 400 to Deadaway Center as Osha Dooms is in, at the plate. Courtney with a big lead. Ball. 1 and 0 to Osha Dooms. And Jordan, you called you called a home run right here. I'm there's, calling it right here. There's no wind to help. Hawk with a big lead, but it looks like Justin Perales doesn't isn't carrying. And pickoff throw back to second, and he's back in easily. Courtney is. I can't get a number of who's warming up in the Moody Trojan bullpen. As that's about 350 out there from home plate. Pitch from the pitch from most pitch from Perales is a hit line belt back down the third base line, and it, it'll get another run home as Courtney Hawkins was running on the pitch, and it is now five to three Tigers. That is a single for Osha Dooms, but more importantly, his first RBI of the season. This, this is a third straight hit for your Carroll Tigers so far as they now lead hits 6-2 to two and the game 5-3. to three. Josh Cruz in now. Justin Perales is starting to show signs of fatigue. Cruz flew out in his first appearance as this pitch is taken for a ball inside. And on deck is Michael Cantu, the freshman. On deck is a freshman quarterback, Michael Cantu. Justin Perales gets a look and the pitch. It's in the dirt and it's gobbled up by the catcher, Saul Guzman. Cruz receiving signs from Coach Yeager down there at third as he back as he's back in. Pitch from Perales. It's swung on and missed. Two balls and one strike the count. One out here as we play the bottom of the third, but it seems like we've been here forever. This one's take as this inning's taking the longest of the of them all. 
Perales from the stretch. Receives a sign to throw back to first, and he's back in easily. O'Shea Dooms. After Mike Cantu will be Jason Franco. Pitch from Perales. It's swung on and missed. Strike two. As you can hear it from the crowd. Cruz was very angry at himself as he chased that ball outside. Nowhere he, close to strike zone. Yeah, he wanted to hit that one to the Harbor Bridge, it looks like. Tune to the count now as Perales throws back onto first. Dooms is safe. Perales looks back from the stretch. The pitch. Back over the middle. He steps on first for one. And off to first over double play. And the side is retired. Two runs. Three hits. No errors for Carroll. As the score heading into the top of the fourth. Five to three. You are listening to TigerCast on the Carroll Sports Network. Dad, you're supposed to jump over the rope. <laughs> One more time. The smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 1-877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Tiger Cast. O'Shea dooms in at pitcher and his first pitch to number 15, Justin Sanchez for Moody is a ball. 1 and 0 the count. 5 3 if you're just now joining us for some odd reason. 0 oh 1, excuse me. That was called a strike. As his second pitch from O'Shea is swung on and missed. 0 oh, oh 2. Brandon Burns comes in for O'Shea at first. Courtney Hawkins moves from pitcher to center field. The next pitch from O'Shea is a ball outside, one and two. And the person who comes out the game is uh, Chris Cano. But we'll see Chris Cano later on the game as a pitcher. Bar Dooms with the pitch. Swung on and missed, strike three. And that's the kind of work you need right out of the pen. If you can call it the pen, Dooms didn't really come from the pen, bullpen. He just came in from first base. I don't think he had much warm-up besides between innings right between there. Innings. So. Hawkins finished tonight, three innings pitch, two hits, three strikeouts, two walks, and he gave up three runs. And Jeremy Olivo is in now as the first pitch is a strike. One out. He grounded out his first time up as Dooms get the sign, the pitch. And Steve Reich, too, called on him. So O'Shea looking pretty good now. Pitch, pitching ahead in the count, expect a ball here. Pitch. 
He got him, but he drops a third strike. He throws on to first, and he is out. So that goes down as a strikeout and a one to three and a two to three put out. And O'Shea looks a little bit more sharper than what than Courtney when he first started out. Well, it's the first game of the season. It's this is, these are what these kinks are made to get mowed down. As Martinez comes in, the first pitch is high and outside for a ball. So I believe the second ball I've seen from Dooms. Martinez steps back in. He calls time. The sky is still looks overcast. It's Corpus Christi humidity, 115%. As Dooms throws his pitch and it's in there for a strike. One and one the count, two out. No runs, no hits, no errors this half inning so far. Which, oh, no errors, that's a good sign for Carroll. As Dooms gets a sign, throw on the way, strike two on the outside corner. And this Moody team hasn't looked as good as they have in the past, so. And Moody is ranked third in the state in this Division 4A. But they're not playing like it right now. The Tigers are first in 5A as a pitch from Dooms is outside. Two balls and two strikes account now. We're in the top of the fourth. Two balls, two strikes account to Ruben Martinez. And two outs here in the top of the fourth. 5-3, your score. Your Carroll Tigers are leading the pitch from Dooms. is swung on and missed for strike three. One, two, three, go the Trojans. We'll be right back with the bottom of the fourth. Your Carroll Tigers are leading 5-3. You're listening to the Tiger Cast on the Carroll Sports Network. What are you doing, Dad? Oh, just changing the oil in my car. Do you want to give me a hand? Yeah, sure. Hand me a 5-8 wrench from the toolbox. Here you go, Dad. Which wrench would be larger, 5-8 or 3 quarter? Being there for the little things is what makes the ordinary extraordinary. You're invited to be there. Take a moment to connect with your child. Teachable moments happen every day. Be there. This message brought to you by CCISD and this station. Welcome back to the Tiger Cast here at Waburger Field in Corpus Christi, Texas. Victor Rodella in for the pitching duties at, for Moody as he faces Michael Cantu, who swings at the first pitch. 0-1. 5-3 here in the bottom of the fourth. Carroll, Justin Perales, the game's starter for Moody, moves from pitcher to first as his pitch from Rodella is looked at apparently for a strike. No balls and two strikes for Michael Cantu. And Mike's first I bet he struck out swinging. Pitch from Rodella. Fouls it straight back into the screen as even those guys, even though they're protected by a screen, those spectators still think that it's coming straight for them and that that's that natural ability to flinch. No balls and two strikes to count. 5 runs, 6 hits, 3 errors for Carroll as a ball is popped straight up the chute. That may be trouble. That and it looks like it's Justin Perales who comes up with it, the new first baseman. And Mike Cantu's 0 for 2. Freshman. 
And now we will see Jason Franco, who second baseman. He singled his last time, but he was thrown out trying to stretch it into a double. As Rodella steps off, time called. Bottom of the fourth, if you're just joining us for whatever reason it may be. 5-3 our score as Rodella gets a sign, the pitch. It's fouled straight it's fouled back into the screen. It's 0-1. One, one out here in the bottom of the fourth. Perales, three innings pitched, six hits, five, earned, five runs, two strikeouts, and one walk. As mentioned before, Rodella is his replacement as he awaits a sign. Oh, time called by the Moody shortstop, and that's Marcus Vinueva, who's burned us for a couple runs here tonight. It's an overcast sky still. The wind has died down considerably as this next pitch from Rodella is fouled into the stands. No balls and two strikes to count. One out. Back to the Moody score. Three runs, two hits, one error. It's been a game of errors, it seems like. Crowd is pretty quiet. Rodella with the pitch. And Franco got rung up. Caught looking on the apparent off-speed pitch, it looks like. And now we have Malcolm Zepeda, the DH this evening for Carroll, who... Who grounded into double play his last time, or just... Oh, never mind. Who grounded to shortstop six to three? Time called apparently before he could get the pitch into his windup. Two outs, so an unnecessary pitch by Victor Rodella. As here's the real pitch. First pitch is taken high for a ball. Pitch from Rodella. Low. 2-0. 2-0. and outs. a Peta at the plate. And Rodella's thrown five pitches this inning and has two outs. That Carroll needs to lay back off. Back off the runs as this one is fouled down the first base line. As he fisted it. That's what it looks like. And both teams are standing on the railing of their dugout as they are into it. Pretty sure the fans are, but they're just not being very vocal. As we await the next pitch, Sitco signs lit up, and it's not doing its traditional blinking motions. This bullpen catcher comes out from bullpen. Pitch. And he and the umpire this evening will count it strike two, apparently on one of the corners. Two, 
two, two, two out, as this one is foul to the dugout. Coach Yeager will pick it up. Yeah, scrapes the painting, gives it to the catcher. Guzman. As we await the pitch, a car is coming over the Harbor Bridge from across the pond, it looks like. Gets a sign. Pitch. In the dirt. That's ball three. The count is full. 3-2. Three, 3-2, two. Three, two, two away. If there were a runner on first, he'd be going for sh I'm sure. But unfortunately, this is not that predicament. As result... Rodella gets a sign and ball four. High and tight. Not high and tight, but rather just inside, however. As coming up to the plate now, we have Steven Mata, who grounded out last at bat. Grounded out his last at bat. Six to three on the putout. No, Brandon Burns is coming in now. Not Steven Mata. Apparently his night is done. Brandon Burns, a sophomore. Pitch out. His first at bat as a varsity player. First varsity at bat. Pitch out has no one going that time. Can hear the crowd starting to get a little more into it. As it's mostly from the moody side. Mm. Uh, time called. And Brandon Burns is one of the Carroll's better defensive players at first base, but it's kind of hard to play when you have O'Shea Dooms out there who can do it all. Right. O'Shea Dooms voted one of Collar Time's those are the Collar Times All South Texas preseason utility player, I believe. As a throwback to first by Rodella, as Jason Franco isn't going. Carroll Tiger fans are getting a little more into it as it looks like more fans have showed up on both sides. From the stretch, Rodella pitches, and it's ball two. Two and oh, the count, two outs. Five to three, our score. For Carroll, it's five runs, six hits, three errors. And for Moody, it's three hits, two hit, three runs, excuse me, two hits, one error. From the stretch, Rodella throws back to first and sliding in rather easily as there's still action going on in the Moody bullpen. And lights are on. It's rather dark here. And strike one to Brandon Burns. Two and one, two away. And this umpire behind the home plate has a little delay between before he calls a little strike. He'll That's back off and he'll call a strike. That is what it looks like. It is a little odd. He's calling it like it is. Um, a little delayed. Ball is fouled. Up, obscured from my view. 
as it is strike two. Two balls, two strikes, two away. Well, Jordan, what do you expect to see here? Well, Brandon Burns is only a sophomore, first at bat. Can't ask too much for him here. Just put the ball in play and see what happens. I agree fully. Pitch. Ugh, strikes him out as that's the third out of the inning. We head to the top of the fifth. We are over halfway done here from Waterburger Field. Our score is 5-3 to three Tigers. You're listening to the Tiger Cast on the Carroll Sports Network. Hands can do incredible things. They made every sound in this piece of music, but nothing compares to using them to help save a life. If an adult suddenly collapses, call 911, then push hard and fast in the center of their chest until help arrives. It's called Hands Only CPR, and it's recommended by the American Heart Association. Visit handsonlycpr.org today. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Tiger Cast as O'Shea Doom's first pitch is... A strike on one to number five. Victor Rodella. How could I miss that? He's he was the last innings pitcher. Delivery from Dooms is cobbled up gobbled up by Burns as he steps on the bag for the first out. And that now get the Carroll fans cheering. As Burns is showing his defensive ability right there. Exactly. And you did say he was one of the best defensive first basemen that Carroll does have. As time is called, as a bat boy for Moody comes out. Vino Weva is back up on the, to the plate. He d walked twice and scored twice. He's burned us for two of their, their three runs or got those rallies started, however, as he steps in. Now time is called. And that bad boy Moody has looks like he's only about, what, five years old? Well, when we were down there for interview, I think he was, he's still in elementary school, I know that. I think he's seven, I think. As a pitch from, Odun, from Osha is O'Shea. First O'Shea, O'Shea, O'Shea is in there for... Still no signal as that pitch must have gone away. But this next pitch from O'Shea is a strike. That last pitch by O'Shea was a ball. It's one and one. One out here in the top of the fifth. As the pitch from O'Shea is woo, almost headed into the Tiger dugout. It's fouled away. One ball and two strikes, the count now. Getting, getting O's from the Carroll Tiger fans. And earlier, I believe we mentioned that Chris Connell came out the game, but he just moved the left field. It was Steven Mata who came out the ball game. Yeah, I did see. I noticed that now as Brandon Burns took over the nine hole. As time is called here. And again, yeah, crowd looks like it's topped out about 3,500 as a pitch from O'Shea is outside for a ball. 
Two and two the count now. One gone here in the top half of the fifth. As it is five to three, Carroll. Pitch from O'Shea is... Hmm, I thought it was a strike, but apparently it's a ball by the home plate umpire. Three, two the count. Full count. One out. As it is Marcus Vinueva at the plate. Ball is fouled back over the top of the press box and suites combined on the third story here at Warburger Field. 3-2 our count. And fans still moving up and down the stairs for both teams. No activity out in the Moody bullpen. None out in Carroll. As O'Shea has his uh, time is called by Marcus Vinueva at the last second, apparently. Personally, I don't like that. It looks like O'Shea was about to start his windup as he now steps back in and gets his sign, the windup, and strike three as he got him swinging on what looks to be either a slider or a different off-speed pitch. Two away here as JoJo signals it. That is, his, that is O'Shea's third strikeout, tying Courtney Hawkins for the team lead in this game and for the season. As Smiley Zapata comes in. And it looks like O'Shea is doing a little bit harder than Courtney. Does it look like to y'all? That's what it looks like from up here. Especially don't know since we don't have the radar gun, but the first pitch from Dooms was a ball. This pitch is a strike, a delayed call from the home plate umpire. One and one count, two outs here in the top of the fifth. Last time Zapata was at the plate, he flew out to seventh and he had that sack bunt in the first. A half-hearted swing here by Zapata and he's, that's called for strike two. One and two the count now. Two outs here in the, in the top of the fifth, excuse me. This is my first play-by-play -play call. And the and the pitch from O'Shea is high and outside for a ball, a waste pitch of sorts, I would call it. Two and two the count, two outs, number two at the plate. It's reading all twos up there on the top layer of the scoreboard. 5-3 our score here. Your Carroll Tigers are leading as Zapata steps out. 5-6-3 six, six, for your Tigers, 3-2-1 for the Moody Trojans. Again, this game play, being played at a neutral site, Wahlberger Field, as a pitch from O'Shea Dooms is in the dirt for ball. Full count, two away here, so this next pitch will be interesting. And the umpire is out of balls. He's requesting more of them. And Zapata stepped out and steps back in. O'Shea getting his signs. He has a pitch 3-2 on the way. And that's 
over the third baseman, Cruz's head and into left field. Well, hold Zapata to just a single. That's his first hit of the night. He's one for two. And the tying man has just come up to the plate. That's number 23, Justin Perales. He's their big hitter for Moody. He struck out his first time in a fielder's choice, his last. 0 for 2 tonight. He's also one of the bigger players Moody has. Yeah, he is one of the taller players Moody has, as this will put O'Shea into the stretch for, I believe, the second time, if if that many. This might be his first time from the stretch, as if he get he as the potter draws a fro, throw from him. Perales steps back into the plate. Two outs here. 5-3, a score. Your Tigers are leading. Pitch from O'Shea is a ball. As Zapata took a little bit too big of a lead there. Thought he might run, but JoJo got up quickly as Perales is back into the plate. O'Shea checks the runner. Checks the runner excuse me. And the second out... The pitch was a ball. He, th Jojo G Gonzalez throws down to first, and Smiley Zapata gets back just in time. Might have been out from up here, but that's why we're not down there. Th back to no. That pitch was a ball. Two and zero. Dooms with the pitch. Three and zero. Two outs here. If I was the Moody coach right here, I'd give him the green light as since he has the most power on the team, they do need a they do need two runs right here, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him swinging away right here, going for a home run. I mean if I were if I were the Moody coach, I'd still say red light just because you're down. And Moody coach did say red light and that's ball four. It's the first walk. Dooms has given up. And the first pitching visit from Coach Leal this year. And it certainly won't be the last as we still have a long way to go this season. And you can follow Tiger Baseball this season on the Tiger Cast for the, on the Carroll Sports Network. As we receive a pitching visit here. And Coach is talking it over for Moody with all their hitters and runners. Also, be sure to check out TigerCast on iTunes. It is a podcast. It is on there for free. Just type in the search box, search Mary Carroll High School TigerCast, and you will find it. And this is the first time the Moody Trojans have had activity on the bases in quite a while. This is a very big at-bat for the Trojans. Rick, Rick Ray is at the plate now as the first pitch is in there for a ball. And it's like O'Shea Dooms, he's throwing five straight balls. I'll, I'll get it out. Yeah, Dooms may be looking a little fatigued out there. Runners on first and second for Moody. He looks back, the pitch from Dooms, and that is a six straight ball. Coach Leal, may, it may be time to worry. There was one ball foul, fouled away in this, or one, 
one ball for a hit, rather. Excuse me. That was a single by Zapata. And the attendance for tonight's game is 4,122. As the pitch from Dooms is finally in there for a strike. Something we like to see here. And count is 2-1 to, one to Rick Reyes. Two out here in the top of the fifth. We've been here forever, folks. Or at least it feels like the pitch from Dooms. Low. Three and one. This is the hitter's count right here. Expect the ball possibly over the plate right here. So, Question is whether Corky Gallegos will have him swinging or not. And this has electrified the Moody fans, as you may hear him. As that pitch from Dooms is over for a strike, full count. We, I will expect both runners to be going here. So any base hit right here could score at two runs right here. This is a 25th pitch come upcoming for Dooms in this inning as this crowd on both sides is starting to get loud. And the biggest pitch of the game so far tonight. As this could be blown wide open and the ball hit to left field. Oh, and a diving stop by Cruz. Wait, that wasn't Cruz. That was Trey Rodriguez. Trey Rodriguez as my as Chris Cano was coming in, but the run does score as it's 5-4 now for Moody in and, favor of your Carroll Tigers, though. And Moody's looking to blow past this inning right here as one big hit can change the whole complex of this ballgame. And it could. As, now, as the Moody side now is getting very loud as they are up on their feet, they have runners... And here comes a pinch runner for number 23. That'll be number 20, Anthony Garcia, out there at second. As that shows, Justin Perales' night is done. Well, since Justin Perales is... Well, never mind, two, scratch that. There are two... Number 14, J Jacob Sosa is coming in as a pinch hitter. There are two outs, and this is an out O'Shea needs to get. First pitch upcoming as that is fouled. Woo, straight back, and that fouls back into the crowd, and a person on the third row in section 118 or 119, I believe, gets that ball. And but apparently they forget. But I believe they have to return the ball. Yes, they do. No souvenirs allowed here tonight. Runners on first and second, two out. 5-4 our score as a pitch from Dooms is low in the dirt. One and one to count. Number 14, Jacob Sosa is at the plate at, for a pinch hitter here. And Moody Trojans are looking to use their saying this year as the Moody Magic. So looking for a little magic right here. Next pitch from Dooms is apparently inside and low. Two balls and one strike to count now. Nine balls and two strikes. You got about 2,000 fans booing and the other 2,000 fans cheering. So, Nine balls and two strikes since the Zapata. And 
This one is a over first strike. Two, two, two. two. Thank you, Jordan. And runners on two bases, second and first, first and second rather, as Dooms need to get needs this pitch to get out of this inning, as it's getting loud. Strike three, he got him. That's his fourth strikeout. And we have got to take a break here, heading into the bottom of the fifth. O'Shea gets out of a jam. The score is five to four, Carroll. As you're listening to the Tiger Cast on the Carroll Sports Network. Dad, remember when you asked me, what do you want to do with your life? And I was like, shh, I want to get paid. Well, right after that, you said, there's no job called getting paid. Really? I said that? Yeah. And that's exactly when I knew. I wanted to go to college. You never know which moments will be the ones they remember forever. So take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 1-877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Cast, we are live at Waburger Field as Trey Rodriguez is up at the plate and he swings and misses at the first pitch at strike one. I can't tell who's pitching for Moody if it's still same guy or not. Um, Victor Rodella, it is. Okay. As Trey Rodriguez looks at one, it's a ball. One and one. No, no outs here in the bottom of the fifth. And Trey Rodriguez is one for one tonight with a walk and two runs scored. As he take, as he swings and misses at this pitch, it is one and two. As the Carroll fans are getting rowdy again, and and the pitch from Rodella is away apparently but then I have, I always have a big strike zone in my eye it's two and two nobody out the pitch from Rodella is in the dirt full count and we have nobody out and looks like Chris Cano is on deck for Carroll Bottom of the fifth, 5-4 our score. And ball four, He's, it's the second walk tonight. And that is Rodella's second walk. As Chris Cano comes in and Courtney Hawkins is on deck for Carroll. And Chris Cano, you will probably see him come in relief of O'Shea Dooms here later on in the ballgame. SE's scheduled will be the third pitcher. This is only the second time tonight we have gotten the leadoff man on board. And and the last time he scored. In both situations we scored whenever Trey Rodriguez gets on. The, the game's leadoff man for Carroll. Chris Cano is still awaiting his first pitch and... And tonight we have not seen any stolen base attempts from the Tigers this year, or this game. Won't be surprised to see if Troy goes here. Well, he is a shortstop. He's probably one of the fastest on the team. As this is a wild pitch, and he will go on to second uncontested. As Chris Cano had to duck. He looked like he was about to 
Bunt the ball. Bunt the ball down the third base line. That's probably out of the question now as it's 1-0 the count. Nobody out. Trey Rodriguez is on second. Your Carroll Tigers are leading 5-4. to four. We still might want to think about the sack bunt here because you bunt the ball and move on to third base and you have Courtney Hawkins on deck. And it's only a one-run ball game right now. Well, it'll still be interesting to see what Coach Yeager has conjured up in his brain. As it looks like Chris Cano will be swinging. No. He looks like he was going to drag bunt this time, but that one he didn't pull back the bat away from. And that's a strike. One and one the count. Trey Rodriguez on second. And your Carroll Tigers have five runs, six hits, three errors early, but none since that third inning. And they are yet to get a hit on Victor Rodella, the current pitcher for Moody. As that's a ball, and Chris Cano looked like he was going to bunt again. Two and one the count. And the more balls, especially a pitcher throws, whether it be foul or whether it be just be ball strike, it shifts more into the hitter's favor to begin with. He's thrown 25 pitches so far in this game. As he looks back to second, pitch, and he gets one down the third baseline. Trey Rodriguez will make it to third, and he's safe on the sack bunt attempt. And guess who's coming up to the plate? The man of the hour. Courtney Hawkins, as he's been rather quiet tonight, I believe he's had a two-bagger and a punch-out, and he got punched out his first time up in the first inning, but he he did he hit. got stalled at second and in he, the third inning. He did hit a ball off the left field wall earlier in this ball game. And scratch that, Courtney Hawkins did come around to score. And it looks like we have a pitcher's visit, and we may need to take a break here on the Tiger Ter Carol Sports Network. The score is 5-4 Tigers, and you're listening to TigerCast on Tiger Sports Network. Here, hold this. I need to get some cash from the ATM. Yeah, the money machine. Not really. I can only get money out that I have in my account. But you never put money into the ATM. Well, not in the ATM, but I make deposits at the bank. Here, let me show you how it works. Let's check the account balance, and then we'll withdraw some money. Cool. You can do that. Being there for the little things is what makes the ordinary extraordinary. You're invited to be there. Take a moment to connect with your child. Teachable moments happen every day. Be there. This message brought to you by CCISD and this station. We are back here at Warburger Field as Courtney Hawkins is about to step into the plate. Victor Rodella just got the meeting from the old ball coach as the whole infield, it looks like, came in. Coach Yeager talked to Trey Rodriguez and Chris Cano on the runners on the corners. Nobody out here in the bottom of the fifth. Courtney Hawkins' first pitch is down and in as that goes down for Carroll's first stolen base of the year. Either that or that might be a wild pitch. I am not sure. I believe they'll count that as a pass ball, and they're giving an intentional walk to Courtney right here as they don't have to pitch to him. The Carroll fans do not like that, but here comes a man of the hour for real this time. That's just a way to speed up the game instead of doing an intentional walk. They just 
walk Set. him down to first base. Yeah. Say. Doom sacrificed, and he singled his last appearance, and he drove in a run. He is both times. So he has he's one for one with two RBIs in this game, and the bases are loaded. And if he hits one out, it's going to be Grand Salami time. Fans on their feet, and Carroll fans are getting rowdy. They want to see a home ride, and I'll blame them. As time was called, apparently, as it appears to be out there near shortstop, pitch from Rodella. That is low, and all of a sudden, he has lost control. And that's 1-0 the count. Zero out here in the bottom of the fifth. So I'm pretty sure the Trojans will try to run for two outs if they can get it as they look to be in double play depth on the infield. Pitch from Rodella is low for a ball. It's 2-0 and, oh, and you do not want to be throwing balls right now. Its bases are loaded so nowhere to put them. You would think they'd be pitching to him, which makes it easy for him to hit a homer, but I don't know. Next pitch from Odella is another ball, this time on the inside part of the plate as Carroll fans are getting loud. They're getting on their feet. It is bases loaded, nobody out, 3-0 the count, and Coach Yeager may have the stop sign on here. I think he's giving him the green light right here. Nope. As that's over for a strike. And, but still, bases are loaded. That doesn't help the situation. It's 5-4, to four, Carroll. As the cheerleaders are getting the fans up off their seats for Carroll... Moody does not want to see this. It looks like they're over there pouting. As Rodella gets a sign. Here's a pitch. Dooms fouls it off. That one might have caught something off his hand, it looks like. As we have as we have Josh Cruz on deck. The pitch from Rodella. Foul. If he strained that one out, that one might have hit the foul pole. But he would need to straighten it out a long way. The count remains full. Count actually becomes full now. 3-2. Nobody out. Bases are loaded. This is gut check time right here for Rodella and all of the Moody Trojans out there on the baseball field. Pitch. Popped up. Maybe just what the doctor ordered. That infield made, fly. Infield bro. fly rolls in effect as batters out automatically. As I'll bring Josh Cruz up to the plate hoping he can do something. And last time he batted, he grounded to his uh, a double play. 
and the Moody Trojans need that desperately right now. Boy, it looks like Moody's going to have a pitching change, or actually check that. Coach Gallegos just giving instructions to the team. And he did ground in the double play his last time, 6-4-3, and he flew out his first time as that ball was hit a long way. And it's a minor league par park. It's not a bandbox like most high school parks are. As we await the pitch from Rodella. First pitch is swung on and missed. Who swung on and missed badly. It's 0-1. One. one out. He was going Here. for the salami right there. As Cruz receives direction from Coach Yeager over there down at the third baseline. And the Tigers still do, still do not have a hit off Rodella. They did. They do. They have a single. As Rodella throws back to third half-heartedly. As Trey Rodriguez is back in easily. Moody outfielders have not seen much business since the first couple of innings. As a pitch from Rodella, swung on and missed by Cruz. A nasty curveball by Rodella. It's uh, no balls and two strikes account now. And on deck is the freshman, Michael Cantu, who struck out twice tonight. Uh, oh, thank you, thank you. He flew out his last time. And here's a pitch from Rodella as Cruz fouls it back into the screen and count two will get it. Hand it to the umpire. As the count remains, no balls and two strikes. And we must have been here for quite some time. And Rodella doesn't want to get too fancy out here because he does not want to throw a wild pitch long to run the score. So you do have to be a little conservative right here. Yes, he does. And here's a pitch from him. Foul ball. Cruz was lucky that was a foul ball because that catch would have grabbed it, touched home, and throw it up to first base for a double play. Mm -hmm. No balls and two strikes. The count remains. Runners everywhere. Rodella is surrounded by Tigers, and it looks like they're ready to pounce. And fans are trying to put pressure on them. Trey Rodriguez looks like he was about to steal home. Josh Cruz hits one to center. That may be a sack fly. Trey Rodriguez comes around third. He's about to score. And can't get a number on that. That's number 15, Chris Cano, who go, moves from second to third. Courtney Hawkins will stay at first, as you do not really want to move from first to second. That is two outs now. Six to four, our score now. So we've traded runs here in the fifth. We traded runs back in the first. And Michael Cantu's back up to the plate. It's now a two-run lead for Carroll. Runners on the corners. And some sort of timeout's been called. Probably defense play, defensive positioning as they're moved back. Looks like... 
first baseman is playing playing Courtney on the bag, so third baseman is playing Court is playing Kanyo off the bag. First pitch from Rodella is away for a ball. Contour receiving signs from Coach Yeager. Takes a practice swing, moves back in. Looks like fog starting to roll in here a little bit at Warburger Field. Rodella from the stretch. Ooh, that was close to balk. Umpire not grinding it this time. As Rodella checks the ball, he's back into the stretch. And Contu's back in the batter's box. And now the pitcher steps back. And more defensive signals between the catcher and his defense, and as well as his pitcher, as there's probably something mixed in there. Rodella comes back in for the pitch. Ball and late reaction by both Chris Cano and Courtney Hawkins. That's ball two. Two and oh the count. Two outs here in the bottom of the fifth. Carroll is leading six to four. Six runs, seven hits, three errors for the Tigers. Four runs, four hits, one error for the Moody Trojans. At bat is a freshman, Michael Cantu, who's 0 for 2 tonight in his debut, but he's a freshman. As Rodell from the stretch pitches low for ball three, so now we're all of a sudden seeing a good eye from Michael. As it's now three and oh the count. Second base is open. But that would make Jason Franco come up to the plate with the bases loaded. And a delayed strike by the home plate umpire, and it's 3-1 the count to Michael Cantu, and it's two away here in the bottom of the fifth. Again, 4-6 our score. As the Carroll fans are getting rowdy yet again. And, oh, and almost another ball. Coach Yeager looks a little ticked off, and he whispers something in Michael's ear. And again, both both teams are pretty much practically on the edge of the dugout. And we have two more innings to play. It counts three to one. And you can hear a fan yell, come on, Tigers, from right under us. Michael Cantu steps back in. 3-1 to count, two outs. Runners on the corners. As Rodella throws back to first. And Courtney Hawkins is back in safely. As he receives instructions from 
Parsh from assistant. Let me back back up, however. Co-hitting coach Mike Cantu, Michael's father, as a pitch from Odella is strike two. And Courtney Hawkins will move on the pitch with two outs here in the bottom of the fifth. You know Chris Kanye will probably stay put unless a ball is hit in the air. From the stretch, Rodella is. Michael calls for time and is granted it. And coming out will be the 28th pitch of this inning for Rodella, excuse me. And the pitch from almost another balk. That's the third time this inning that near balks have been called. And Michael Cantu steps back in. Runners on the corners, three balls, two strikes, two out. Courtney Hawkins running. And ball four. And that's the first kind of offense, offensive production in any way Michael Cantu has produced. And it certainly won't be his last during his tenure at Carroll. However long that may be. Whether it be four years or whether or not he transfers. Now coming out to the plate is number two, Jason Franco. Second time in this inning that bases have been loaded. Struck out looking his last time. Rodella with the pitch. Ball one. One ball, no strikes here in the bottom of the fifth. Two away. The bases are loaded for the second time this inning. A run scored earlier on a Wild pitch, I believe. It wasn't a wild pitch. It was a sack fly. Excuse me. And time is called. Fans here have been treated to a good game. It's not, not been too far. It's been rather close. And I know we need to take a break here, but that may not happen. But as a strike is called, it's one and one. Bases are loaded here if you're if you're busy. <laughs> Edit that out. Pitch from Rodella is a strike. One and two. A very late on the call there, as I'm sure some Carroll fans are not happy at all. One and two, the count now. Bases are loaded two. Two gone here in the bottom of the fifth, 6-4 our score. Rodello receives a sign from the stretch. And Jason Franco fouls it away. Yeah, yeah it's been an inning of opportunities for Carroll. Hmm. We've only cashed in for one run, but we could have had a whole lot more. Many, many more, in fact. As fans are getting in to it, and the pitch is low and outside for a ball. The count is two and two, and again we have twos layered all up all throughout the top layer of the scoreboard on the Jumbotron here. 
at Waterburger Field. <laughs> for good measure, for Jason Franco's the second baseman. The pitch from Rosales, I mean from Rodella, is ball three. So the runners will be going here on the pitch, more than likely. Actually, in fact, they will be moving. It took me a minute for me to catch my logic. As fans are getting rowdy on the Carroll side, which is the side we are on as Rodella receives a sign. The fourth time this inning that there's almost been a balk. And we are about to see the 35th pitch from Rodella this inning as he has had to work. And I'm surprised they're... And now they're getting someone over to the bullpen for Moody as he throws and fouls it back. The runners will have to go back. Three balls, two strikes here in the bottom of the fifth. For those of you who don't, for, who are out of town and do not know Corpus Christi, it's humid all year. Not like Florida, but it's humid. As a pitch now from Rosales, I mean from Rodella. I keep messing that up. I'm sorry. Pitch from Rodella. Rodella is grounded to second, and inning is mercifully over after an inning of opportunity gone awry for Carroll and you can see the frustration on Courtney Hawkins as we head to the top of the sixth we gotta take a break here from Waterburger Field in Corpus Christi Texas the score is six to four your Carroll Tigers are leading you are listening to the Tiger cast on the Carroll Sports Network if you don't clean up your room, the Board of Health is going to condemn it. The Board of Health doesn't even know about your room. What's more, they don't care. You know, if you keep making that face, it's going to freeze that way. Not unless you're someplace really, really cold. Actually, a lot of the warnings moms hand out are exaggerated. If you don't get your blood pressure checked, you could have high blood pressure, not even know it, and you could die from a stroke. But she's right about that one. Call the American Heart Association or visit our website to learn more. Welcome back to the Tiger Cast. Chris Cano is into the game at pitcher as he looks to close things out. Apparently, we are in the top of the sixth as his first pitch to number 15, Justin Sanchez, is a. And O'Shea Dooms goes back to first base, and Steven Mata re enters the game at left field. I'm still awaiting the call. I did not see the actual call from the umpire. But the next pitch is a strike. Oh, and one or one and, and one. one, one and one. Six to four, our score here as we play any number six. Remember, standard high school game is seven innings. Cano with the pitch, as that is a strike. Yes. And the pitch from Cano is strike three. He got him. And the cheerleaders are doing cheers over on this side, which is the home side we are on. 
Playing at a neutral site here at Waterburger Field, Carroll is considered the home team, Trojans visitors. Dooms pitched two innings, two hits, five, count it, five strikeouts, one walk, and one run scored as, as we play any number six. Jeremy Olivo comes in, and that ball's over for a strike from Cano. Oh, and one. One out here in the top of the sixth. Moody only has four hits tonight on that many runs. Or they've scored that many runs off of that many hits. This one bounces from the plate behind Gonzalez from Cano. And that's the first ball I've seen. Second. Second ball I've seen as Olivo steps back in, ready for the third pitch from Cano. And that, too, is a ball. Low. As Cano asks for a new ball. And Moody Trojan fans are still getting into it, as this game's not really that far out of reach. Six for our score. If Chris Cano finishes this out, it will be a save. As this next pitch is another ball. Three and one the count to Jeremy Olivo. And seven hits for Gerkel Tigers. Who come up to the plate who come up to the plate in the next half inning. As Oliva walks on a, what he thought was strike three, but the umpire said otherwise. As now we have Ruben Martinez coming up to the plate now. As the last time he was up to the plate, he struck out. And he had a single back in the first inning. And he won. Yeah, messed up the throw, which allowed him to take second. Or wait, that was the one that went from third base and turned into a ground rule double. As a pitch here to Martinez is is caught by, is driven out to right center field and is caught by Cantu, the freshman, and that's why you put him out there. Outstanding defense, and Martinez is retired. Rodella is coming up to the plate now. 52 pitches in the two plus innings he's worked if he comes back out, but it looks like it won't as they have a Moody Trojan warming up in the bullpen. 315 down there to right field, straight. 325 to left. And the deepest part ballpark is just right of 400 sign, about 50 feet away, Club 407 Power Alley. As the first pitch from Cano to Rodella is a strike right down the middle. Two away here in the top of the sixth. As we have a runner on first. Courtney Hawkins is, I mean O'Shea Dooms is playing him. Excuse me. And we have time called. Four runs, four hits, one error for the Moody Trojans. Six Six runs, seven hits, three errors, all early in the game for your Carroll Tigers. 
crowd rather quiet now as the next pitch from Cano is a strike. Caught looking as the next pitch hopefully will be the last this inning because we need him for seventh to get the save. And that last pitch did look a little bit outside by Cano. That's what happens whenever you're winning. You almost tend to get a little boost by home plate umpire. Might give you a strike or two here or there. And a ball batted right up the middle. Fielded nicely by Franco who throws it away. As that will move the runner off to third. And that will probably go down as an error. As he should have just held on to it. He even had a chance to flip it a second base to get the force out at second. Yeah, that, that is a fourth error for Carroll, but yet surprisingly they still lead. That goes down as a hit and an error. So they rendered him safe anyway, regardless. But, but that was a good try by Jason Franco throwing off his back foot, trying to be like a Derek Jeter almost. Almost. Should have, I guess he should have been playing shortstop for that, but nah. as as number one Marcus Vinueva comes in, who the leadoff hitter, leadoff hitter started the rally both times for Moody. And if he could find a gap somewhere, this game will be tied up. Well, let's hope not. As Cano from the stretch looks for a sign, the pitch. As Vinueva looks to bunt, he pulls the bat back. It's 1-0. I don't think he'll bunt right here because there is two outs in the inning. Unless he does drop one down, the Tigers are playing back. He okay. does have great speed to beat the throw. Yes, he does. Two outs here. And... Pitch from Kano is swung on and missed. Swung on and missed for Kano's favor and Ken Kano's favor. I, I had amnesia there for a second. And Kano looks to runner. Steps off the rubber for a minute. As Vinueva gets set back in. Cano with the sign. Working from the stretch. Pitch. It's right back up the middle. Franco steps on one. And that's a force out at second. Got their two outs. But that is the end of the top half of the six. No, no runs. One hit. One error. And two runners left on base. And for the seventh inning, the Trojans will have the top of the lineup coming up to bat. So two, three, this game is spots. not over. Two, three, and four spots. And we got to take a break here at the Tiger Cast. We'll be right back with the bottom of the six. You're listening to Tiger Cast on the Carroll Sports Network. Welcome to Driveway Hoops on ESPN. This is the 86th meeting between these two rivals. 37-year-old Kevin holds the all-time advantage, but it's his youngest daughter, Hartley, a 9-year-old phenom who's been on a tear. As always, the hoop has been lowered to 7 feet. Hartley starts with the ball. You ready? Yep. Check. And it's game off. The best highlights happen at home. Take time to be a dad today. Go to fatherhood.gov to learn more. Brought to you by the National Responsible Fatherhood Clearinghouse and the Welcome. 
Welcome back to the Tiger Cast here on the Carroll Sports Network. We are back in the bottom of the sixth. New pitcher in for Moody. Number 21, Kenneth Sides, as the first pitch is over for a strike to Malcolm Cepeda. And the line on Rodella. Two innings pitched, 52 pitches, one hit, two strikeouts, four walks, one run, and one wild pitch. Strike two to Malcolm Zapeta from Kent, number 21, Kenneth Signs. Time called as we play inning number six. This could possibly be the Carroll's last time batting here this evening. Six. Hopefully the pitch from Signs is down in the dirt for a ball. One and two. And the wind still not playing a factor as flagpole out in right center is limp. Signs get his and time is called. He Signs got his sign, but time was called as sorry. as Cepeda called time, and that was a ball, two balls, two strikes. Count now as a strike, as a ball is hit. In foul territory, it's dropping. It will go to the seats. Count remains two balls and two strikes. And we play here in the bottom of inning number six. Tigers lead it six to four. And we do have post-game interviews pending depending on the outcome of this game, more than likely. As Zepeda hits one into right field, the right fielder does catch it. That is Martinez, Ruben Martinez, number 26. One gone here for Carroll in the sixth inning, and looks like Zepeda threw his bat in frustration. As Steven Mata comes to the plate now, On deck is a leadoff hitter, Trey Rodriguez, a shortstop. As a pitch from Signs comes in, a ball. Signs get a Signs gets a sign, and that too is a ball. Two and O, oh, the count. One gone here in the bottom of the sixth. 6-4 Six, score. Carroll four errors. That's not often you see four errors from a winning team. That looks like it hit him. But that one might have hit the dirt first. But nonetheless, it is 3-0. and oh. Carroll fans getting rowdy again. Signs the pitch. 
This one's over for a delayed strike from the home plate umpire, and he's been doing that all night. Three and one to count, one out. As Jaeger was talking to who looks like Trey Rodriguez. Uh, in fact, it is Trey Rodriguez. As the pitch here is strike two, again delayed. And Steven Mata, and I bet you all the Carroll Tigers are, actually every hitter is probably peeved off at this guy. Pitch from Signs, and rang him up. Caught the inside corner of the play, and Marcus Sign or Sign or Mata is 0 for 2 now in the ball game. But it doesn't look like he was delayed any on that call. The home plate umpire was, and Trey Rodriguez steps in, and he's been a rally starter for Carroll. He is one for one with two walks and two runs scored. Like I said, rally starter. Three runs scored. As a first pitch, another delayed strike. I'm starting not to like this guy. Another delayed strike. It's 0-2, two gone here in the bottom of the six. And another pitcher warming up in the Moody bullpen. And Signs gets the wine pitch fouled straight back count remains 0-2 two. two gone here Trey Rodriguez at the plate 6-4 score and Trey's last at bat it was 0-2 and, and worked it to a walk that may be something to keep of note as a pitch here from Signs is in fact a ball. For out of towners, it's 375 to right center as a pitch from Signs is again in the dirt. Two and two. Two gone. It's 360 to. Halfway in between right and right center. 400 to dead center. Looks like about 405 to just left of center. About 370 to right, left center field, rather, as a pitch from signs here is fouled back and hits the press box. And signs is asking for a new ball and ball from somewhere to be seen here comes a carol bat boy ball boy whoever you want to call it Two runs, two strikes, two out here in the bottom of the six. Time called as Trey Rodriguez will step out and pitcher and catcher will have a little conference here. No runners on for tonight as we do have pitchers warming up. Two pitchers it looks like in Moody's bullpen. And I think that's the first time all game the Tigers have not had one base runner in an inning. 
should this inning conclude right now. As the pitch from Signs is ball three. He might work another walk. Looks like it's starting to get a little cooler down on the field. Looks like Chris Cano is Cano is working with his warm-up jacket on, and that's ball four to Trey Rodriguez and his third walk tonight. As Chris Cano is is coming kind of stepping up to the plate. Had me saying it all different ways. Yeah, <laughs> eventually. Um, Chris Cano receives signs from Coach Yeager as kind of signs the lefty, Southpaw. Chris Cano. I got to get used to saying that as it's harder to steal off a left-hander than a righty. First pitch here is a strike on the outside corner. Checked the swing, but it's rendered mute. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe Kenneth Signs is only a freshman. I believe said three freshmen on the team. Twenty first pitch coming for Signs in the inning and uh, the game, rather. As Rodriguez gets a pretty decent lead, he steps forward. Kano hits one deep, and that finds a gapper. That may be two, maybe three bases. He comes around second. He's heading for third. He will slide into third. Dropped the ball. He is safe. That's a three-base hit. That's the first triple we've seen all night, and it's 7-4. to four. Carroll. As now steps as now steps in Courtney Hawkins, who walked his last time. He had a double earlier, drove in a run. That was an intentional walk the last time, as they had no, they did not want to do any part with him. And it looks like number three, Andrew Heitkamp. Heitkamp, the sophomore, will step in. Courtesy runner for the pitcher. Right. Yeah, courtesy runner. I don't understand it fully, and they're just going to let him go on without pitching him. And and I wouldn't be surprised if they did the same thing with O'Shea here. As there is a base open, second base is open. He had a sack, a single, and then... A fly out to F to Zapata. Pop out. Pop up. Infield fly. As the bases were loaded in that situation back in the last inning. As a pitch from Signs is a ball. 1 0. Heitkamp is a sophomore. He plays infield. Doesn't necessarily say where, but. He plays second and shortstop. Utility player, middle infielder. As he gets short lead from third. As something wasn't agreeing between the pitcher and the catcher. 
Tidecamp gets a little run and stomps back and ball two to O'Shea. Two balls, no strikes, two outs here in the bottom of the sixth. This could be potentially the last time Carroll bats in the ball game. Seven to four, our score. Carroll has eight hits compared to Moody's five, but one error for Moody compared to Carroll's four. You do not see winners that often with that many errors. Ball three to O'Shea from Kenneth Sines. And chatter going on between the fans as some Moody fans seem to have gone home or wherever it is. Just a courtesy throw down to first. Where does it, wherever it is they need to be. <laughs> courtesy throw down to first and Hawkins is back standing up. This looks like we'll have another mini conference. Defensive positioning by the catcher, Guzman. And time back in as O'Shea awaits a 2-1 pitch from Kenneth Sines. Heitkamp takes a little another running start as he hits it high and deep. No, not so deep, excuse me, as the right fielder Martinez will make the play and that will end the inning and that may be the last time Carroll hits, but you never know. Last chance for romance for Moody. Score is seven to four. And we need to take a break on the Tiger Cast. You are listening to, to it on the Carroll Sports Network. Here, hold this. I need to get some cash from the ATM. Yeah, the money machine. Not really. I can only get money out that I have in my account. But you never put money into the ATM. Well, not in the ATM, but I make deposits at the bank. Here, let me show you how it works. Let's check the account balance, and then we'll withdraw some money. Cool. You can do that? Being there for the little things is what makes the ordinary extraordinary. You're invited to be there. Take a moment to connect with your child. Teachable moments happen every day. Be there. This message brought to you by CCISD and this station. Welcome back to the Tiger Cast. Last chance for romance for Moody Trojans. It's the top of the seventh as Chris Cano is first pitch to, I cannot get a number, Zapata is a strike as seven to four to score here. Cano's second pitch is a delayed strike yet again from the home plate umpire. And it's happened way too often here tonight. Delayed strikes have, folks. Cano's third pitch almost ran up and hit Smiley Zapata. Well inside. One and two the count now. And Cano will get the save if he can finish off, it, finish off the inning right here. And he asked for a new ball. This will be the first time in at least the last three meetings that Carroll has won. Pitch from Kano is a ball. Last meeting between these two teams was March 1st of 2009. 
in which Moody won 9-6, scoring seven runs in the second. As the next pitch is another ball, three into the count. Nobody out here in the top of the seventh. Smiley Zapata asking for time as he brushes off the sweat from his head. This could be a big play for Moody. This could be a big momentum shift or a big downhill climb right here. Pitch from Kano is strike three. That ball did look inside. It did look inside, and I don't think any of the Moody fans are happy at all. Why would they be? It's 7-4, to four and it's not in their favor. Justin Perales, the game's starting pitcher, comes in, and he is... He struck out twice. No, he struck out once. A fielder's choice and a walk moved up to second. This last time, Kano's delivery is a strike. On one, the count. One out here in the top of the seventh. Seven to four, score. And we await the pitch from Kano. Seven runs, eight hits, four errors for Carroll. As a pitch from Kano is a ball, one and one. For the Trojans, four runs, five hits, one error. As they have not played like the number three straight ranked team tonight. No, the Tigers haven't played as the number one state ranked team as that pitch from Kano is in for a strike, swinging one ball, two strikes account now, one out here in the top of the seventh. As strike three, Kano gets him swinging and Rudy Reyes steps in as the Trojans last chance as Jojo Gonzalez is signaling to the fielders two, two outs rather. Rick Reyes, excuse me. Rick Reyes comes in. And the pitch from Kano is a ball high and inside. One ball, no strikes, two out here. In the bottom of the in the top of the seventh, excuse me, I'm getting ahead of myself. As number ten, Rick Reyes is at the plate, and the Carroll fans are singing na 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 na, hey hey hey, goodbye. As the second pitch from Kano is another ball, two and zero the count, and something drastic may happen for Moody. This could be big. As a hit to his dead center field, Courtney Hawkins gets under it, and it looks like he will have the game's final out, and he does. And Carroll takes the season opener 7-4. to four. Remember, not playing a game last year, that was canceled. But Courtney Hawkins, the guy who started it all, makes the final out. Any thoughts? Well, Jordan's made his way down to the field. Hi, folks. It's Ralph again, sitting in in the unusual color seat for myself. 
Uh, we'll be, we're going to be taking a break and be right back here for our quick post-game show. Not sure who Jordan will be talking to, but uh, we'll come right back with that interview and our game wrap-up. We'll be right back in just a moment. Heck of a ball game, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed my new team calling it. You'll be hearing more of them throughout the season. We'll be right back with the post-game wrap-up. You're listening to the Tiger Cast on the Carroll Sports Network. Hands can do incredible things. This is the sound of two hands helping to save a life. It's called hands-only CPR, and it's recommended by the American Heart Association. If an adult suddenly collapses, call 911, then push hard and fast in the center of their chest until help arrives. Hands can do incredible things, but nothing compares to using them to help save a life. For more information on this latest method of CPR, visit handsonlycpr.org today. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Tiger Cast postgame show where the Tigers win this game against the Moody Trojans. 7-4. Let's head down to the field to Jordan Harwell. I see Jordan standing with Coach Yeager, O'Shea Dooms, and Joseph Gonzalez. Go ahead and take it, Jordan. I'm here with Coach Yeager. And, Coach, can you just explain how your team did tonight? I thought we played well tonight. We, we had a few errors. It kind of hurt us a little bit. But after we kind of settled down, I thought we played pretty well. Our pitchers did a good job in crucial moments of the game and gave us a chance to win and our offense did just enough to get us in there. And your defense was a little shaky at the beginning but then came back alive in the second half of the ball game. Yeah, we, we didn't play real well early and, and uh, you know guys kind of, I think just a little nervous first game, they got a little nervous but they settled down and did a good job, you know, last latter half of the game. And your leadoff hitter, Trey Rodriguez, had two 0-2 counts and ended up getting two walks on the game. Can you explain how that works? Yeah, he did a good job of seeing the ball, he didn't chase a lot of pitches and you know, sometimes you got that third strike's the toughest one to get, but he did a good job of battling, and, and uh, he, he worked that count in his favor and got a, got a favorable count and did, some, did something with it. Well, Coach, your pitchers, you had three pitches pitched tonight. Courtney pitched three, Shea pitched two, and Kano pitched two. Is that how you're going to work the season or let them stretch out? Yeah, we'll stretch them out later in the year. Right now we're just trying to protect them a little bit and give them, give them a little work. So we got to go to the Woodlands this weekend and play. So we were planning on kind of working these guys a little bit at a time. All right, Coach, thank you for your time. Joe? What was it like behind the, behind the play for Courtney Hawkins tonight? Uh, it was pretty good, actually, man. His pitching was, he said it wasn't coming too much, but I thought it was, and I mean, he did a good job out there. And then four innings, and then O'Shea came in, and of course, Chris Connell came in and shut him down. That was pretty good. What do you think of the umpire behind the plate? Did he have a little delay calling the strikes, and did that bother you a little bit? Um, no, not really, actually. He had a couple of choice words to the fans, though, about their chatter and whatnot, but that's just between me and him. Uh, but uh, no, he just... He actually helped me frame a pitch, and everything went good from there. And tonight, Malcolm DH'd for you, but is that good for you? Does folks on behind the plate, or would you like to hit too? Well, I, I expected to hit today. I mean, I hadn't do, been doing that bad. And uh, Coach said during the Woodlands, for sure, I'm going to be batting, and hopefully I can carry on my way throughout the season. I'll be number nine spot. And uh, which one was harder to catch up between the three pitchers? Uh, I'd have to say Courtney. I mean, with six pitches and maybe plus more, and the movement of the ball and the speed, oh my God, it's just unbelievable that I have the privilege to, to actually catch for him. And what was it like beating Moody Trojans, number three team in the state for 4A? Uh, it feels good. I mean, we're in 5A, of course, but we're number one. Of course, we came out tonight and played. But uh, I have family over there, so I guess this is my real family right here. All right, thanks for your time, JoJo. Doshe Dooms came in, you in relief of Courtney Hawkins, and you came out on fire with two straight strikeouts. Can you just explain? I was just going up there, you know what I'm saying, doing doing what I was told to do for my team, and that's just to fight, go out there with heart. And I knew I had trust in my defense. They were going to back me up no matter what, and that's pretty much what was going through my mind. 
no um, no scariness or anything like that. Just thinking, just doing what I got to do. Did you have any trouble with the umpire calling delay strikes? No, I mean, you can't do nothing about that. You got to do what he gives you. And whenever you're batting with the bases loaded, were you thinking Grand Slam? No, I was just thinking trying to get a base hit for my team. All right, well, thanks for your time, Shay. Welcome to our very first baseball Tiger Cast postgame show. As we look out over the field, players are huddling over on the Moody side for the postgame prayer. And let's uh, do a quick recap here. Go ahead, David. First off, for Carroll Tigers, they finished with eight hits in the game. Perales giving up six of them. Rodella and Sines only giving up one. Combined, they seven strikeouts, seven walks, most by Rodella with four, seven runs, five of them by Perales, a game starter, and three innings pitched by Perales, two by Rodella, and one by Sines. And Trey Rodriguez got on base all four times for Carroll as he pretty much earns player of the game honors, if you could say that. And for the, and for the non-victorious Moody Trojans, they, they scamper four runs off of five, five hits, struck out ten times, five of them by O'Shea Dooms. They walked four, two by Courtney Hawkins, and that's the most. Yeah, Dooms was particularly strong. He came on in the fourth inning, struck out the side. The only interesting possibility was a pass ball strikeout there. They, yes. uh, Gonzalez threw him out. So, you know, pretty quick work there in the fourth. Came back, got the lead off on a ground off, and looked like he was ground on his back. way to another 1-2-3 inning as he struck out Villanueva second time up. But a single, a walk, and a single scored the only run that they were able to get off of Dooms before he struck out the last batter in the form of, I'm pretty sure that was Juan Farias at the time. May have been uh, Sosa number 14. It's hard to say. It's a messy book. I keep it, I know. Yeah, it might be, Irene. It, uh, it might have been when Sosa, might have been when Farias. Uh, that's a thing of the past. We can't rewind. Well, the, nice to know for the Tigers that, uh, for the most part, they were able to catch their, keep their pitch count printing under 20, which is kind of the target here. A uh, total of 24 pitches for Kano, over two innings worth of work. Uh, 41 for Dooms. He actually had the most because while he had a fast start, he took a lot of pitcher, a lot of batters deep into the count before getting a decision. On the other side, the Tigers really wore the pitchers out for the Trojans. Uh, the first uh, first pitcher, Perales, was doing reasonably well with under 20 per. But by the time we got around to uh, Rodella in his second inning of work, he ended up pitching 36 pitches in the fifth inning to finish with a total of 52. Signs uh, only had to pitch about 24 in his time up there. So he really got deep, especially on Rodella. Managed only to post one run on him, though. Well, that's going to do it. Again, the final score here from Whataburger Field. The Tigers win this one 7-4 to over the Moody Trojans. And we'll hear you the next time we're in action. Time to clear out here. Thank you for listening. And this has been the Tiger Cast for Jordan and David. I'm Ralph. Have a good evening.